hey, if you have a special occasion gown, whatever it might be, maybe it's a wedding dress, a prom dress, bridesmaid dress, that that one gown that you wore that you know you'll probably never wear again and don't quite know what to do with it, um, you could participate in a great photo shoot uh, for a wonderful cause. On the line, I've got Cheryl Haskett, the founder of Utterly Ridiculous and Utterly Ridiculous Farm Life. Cheryl, you have got a Trash the Dress event coming up, and I know that these type of photo shoots and events have been taking off. So tell our listeners what it is. So it's going to be an exciting mayhem here on the farm. (laughs) Uh, It's essentially an opportunity for uh, groups of people to come in their gowns. So whether you're male, female or otherwise, uh, to trash the dress for a great cause. So people have a chance uh, as a participant to go through three photo shoot locations with photographers. And so they'll have an opportunity to get memorable photos from that particular event in groups of sort of 25 to 50 people. They'll be able to interact with our goats. So imagine, you know, you know, small miniature goats jumping all over you, hoof prints all over the place, mud uh, in the alpaca pool with the alpacas uh, behind in the background, having an opportunity to, you know, run through the straw. And we're, we're going to do like the ultimate uh, kind of food fight with condiments. Uh, we are a working farm. And so we want to protect our animals as well. And so we'll, we'll use, uh, you know, food safe and animal safe um, items to, to just blow out the day. And then we'll have some special selfie locations so you can keep the fun going. Now, your farm, uh, so it's utterly, utterly like udders, utterly ridiculous farmlife.com. It's located in Bright, Ontario. So I just want uh, listeners to know where it is. Uh, Mm -hmm. And this whole idea, like the wreck the dress, the trash the dress, um, I just want to like make sure people realize that you are actually ruining the dress. That is the whole point of the event. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to want to take it out (laughs) to, you know, a special occasion afterwards. So you're definitely going to ruin the dress. Um, We did a pre-photo shoot and some of the dresses, you know, came from people's closets and others from places like Goodwill to support uh, those uh, charities and those organizations as well. So you definitely will ruin the dress, uh, which you can leave behind if you want to, or you can take with you as a memento of the occasion. Now, um, the the money that's being raised, so I I believe the tickets are $200 per person um, and you get these wonderful fun photos because how often do you get to wear a glamorous dress and then play with farm animals, as you mentioned? Uh, What is the money going towards? So this is just one of my personal passions. Uh, The money's going towards what's called the Moving Forward Scholarship Fund. And that's through the Women's Crisis Service of Waterloo Region. So it's a new fund. And what it allows for is women who have come out of the shelter to access grants towards uh, schooling, so post-secondary education. So them, as well as their children, can apply to access those. My hope is that we can help expand this. It's a brand new fund in in the area. It's something that I've been uh, talking to them about. And we want to expand it to also include being able to start a business Uh, being able to be Ontario wide uh, and not just in one region for application. And so us being able to partner on an event like this that we hope will be annual uh, will help build that fund and make that possible. And do you have a goal in mind in terms of what you would like to raise? I mean, always like shoot for the big, hairy, audacious goal. I'm, I'm, 
uh, envisioning twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars for our first year. It's a it's a big goal. Um, we definitely do want to get some sponsors on board to help us attain that as well, and um, to be able to get as many women as possible back, not to just surviving after domestic abuse, mm -hmm. uh, but to be able to thrive and to be able to support their communities and their families, and to be able to give back in that way. Now, how did you come to align yourself with this charity? Um, I actually am a, a survivor of domestic abuse. And one of the one of the ways that abuse um, took place was around just the inability to access schooling, um, the inability to um, have a career to even talk intelligently uh, inside that relationship. And so for me, being able to be a businesswoman at this point, being able to be successful, being able to push forward and to learn and to grow, um, it was really important. So I was invited onto uh, what's called She Is Your Neighbor podcast, and it's a survivor series from women who've gone through domestic abuse and come out the other side. And, and for me, it's not just about surviving, it's about how do we thrive? How do we get to that next stage? And when you come out of those situations, um, you know, the shelters have so much support at that time, but being able to navigate the after, being able to, you know, raise children on your own and, and to be able to go forward is a, a challenging thing. And so this is something that I felt was completely missing from the support that's offered around um, domestic abuse and around how to just help someone move forward. Uh, I think you bring up a great point, which is that oftentimes when people have um, are in you have some sort of support in a program, it helps you at that time. And then afterwards, it's kind of like, okay, you're, you've graduated, like, here you go. And then after that, you're, you're a bit lost. It's like, I, I still need help. Now what? Yeah. And for many women, they're, they're sort of stuck in the system of welfare, or they're stuck in the system of, you know, lower paying jobs, because they've got no money or no support or no resources in order to go and get schooling and to figure out how to navigate that. There's other women that are past the schooling age, but have skills and have passions and determinations, but the, they have no access to a mentor or to a way of navigating the system to start a business to support themselves. So it's a really challenging thing to be able to navigate those systems um, and to be able to put your first foot forward. So I believe the event that you um, have is taking place September 10th and there's different, there's various time slots. Is that right? Because obviously you're doing photos in groups. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So it'll be September the 10th on the farm. Um, there are four blocks of time. So each block of time will have uh, a total of 50 participants available. They'll be broken into two blocks with photographers and they've got a full two hours for those three photo shoot locations. People can stay on, so we'll have entertainment and uh, food trucks and vendors uh, as well to keep some of the fun going afterwards, as well as those selfie locations that they can access to get additional photos of that. And then afterwards, they're going to get uh, 15, so five uh, photos per location, which is super reasonable considering, you know, many of these kind of photo shoots here, $200 plus, you know, just for a couple of photos. Oh, absolutely. If anyone has even tried to hire a photographer just to do maybe mm -hmm. family, like if you just see family portraits or, you know, something with your kids, um, it you definitely you're paying for their time and their skill. So the fact that you're charging $200 and having, you know, multiple uh, set locations, I think is a great value. But for those who perhaps don't have that 
uh, money um, or mm-hmm. don't want to participate, they can actually go as a spectator only, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And and it's just so much fun to watch as a spectator even. So there are tickets, $15 per person um, that will, again, we're trying to raise as much funds as possible for this fund. Uh, they won't have access to go into the photo shoot location. We do have animals. We want to protect their well-being. And so they will have access just outside of that to be able to have a full view of what's going on in that area. And then they'll have access to any entertainment that's going on and the vendor areas and the food trucks. I love it. It's a, I, well, uh, I wish you all the luck and it sounds like Thank it's going to be a lot of fun. And I encourage anyone who's even thinking about it uh, to go onto your website and take a look. So tickets can be purchased at wreckthedress.ca. Is that correct? Absolutely. Okay. And uh, it is going to be a blast. <laughs> well, there's also photos online, which I think are really fun. So mm-hmm. if people just want a little bit of inspiration or an idea of what uh, they could get. They can definitely go online and take a look. And it just looks like a great time. And, uh, you know, I commend you for the work that you're doing just to remind people that it is for a charity. So it's going to help uh, change the lives of women and their children who are coming out of uh, the shelter system and uh, giving them grants to help them with their schooling and just improve their lives. So thank you so much for your time. I really, um, I really appreciate it. And good luck with the event, Cheryl. Thanks, Peichen. And I, I wanted to add to, we have asked, uh, people have asked whether men can join this event. Mm-hmm. They can absolutely join if they're an ally in the cause. The one caveat, you must wear a dress. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you can also go to like a secondhand shop or thrift shop to access one if they don't, if they don't have one hanging around at home. Absolutely. We're going to have some donated as well. We've got some coming in and they can uh, check on the page and keep checking back for any new dresses that are up for grabs as well. Oh, perfect. You thought of everything. That's so great. Congrats and uh, and good luck with it, Cheryl. Thanks, Chan. Have a great day. That's Cheryl Haskett. She's the founder of Utterly Ridiculous and Utterly Ridiculous Farm Life. Um, and again, the event takes place on September 10th, wreckthedress.ca for more info. I'm Paige Chen and you're listening to The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.